0: Always thought-provoking and informative.
1: Forget the spin and media bias from the left and right.
0: We know you are sick and tired of being told what to think,
1: how to act,
0: and what you can and can't do.
1: Direct from the you Stream It Broadcast Network. It's time for another edition of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show.
2: With your hosts,
1: J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley.
2: Real news and biblical common
0: sense analysis starts in three, two, one. Well, hello, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us again for another edition of The Last Christian Newscast and radio show, minus the news (laughs) in this particular case. Uh, This is day three of of what Terry wanted to call the first annual uh, prophecy conference. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, I've said this in both shows, but in case you just... First time you're joining us here, I can't promise there's going to be a uh, an annual next year. Not because we're not going to be around, unless you know something happens to us or whatever. But uh, the Lord might rapture the church, and if He does, there's not going to be another prophecy conference. You know, this may be your only mm-hmm. shot at it. So just keep that in mind. Anyway, again, my name is JD Williams here in East Texas, and that's uh, Terry Farley mm-hmm. there in the Dallas area. And Terry, mm-hmm. uh, in the last show i I started Mm -hmm. in on baptism okay and you know i i don't know maybe this is something that somebody out there needs to hear and Mm -hmm. uh, i may even catch some criticism for saying this Mm -hmm. but if you are of the catholic faith Mm -hmm. and you are putting your salvation on the line because you were baptized as an infant i got bad Mm -hmm. news for you it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. That doesn't count. Mm-hmm. You can't be, and correct me if I'm wrong, Terry, because you were you were in the Catholic Church, okay? Mm-hmm. But you can't preempt God, and you can't go against what is written in the Bible mm-hmm. uh, just because you're a member of this faith or that faith or whatever. In other words, now, the way I understand it, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, Terry, but the way mm-hmm. I understand it is that an infant is baptized as an infant. I don't even know if there's an age or not. But anyway, baptized mm-hmm. as an infant. And that's supposed to be your baptism. After that, mm-hmm. um, after that, then you're good as long as you go to church, as long as you mm-hmm. go to confession mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. admit your sins to a man, which, by the way, the Lord says not, not to do. Um, mm mm-hmm and unless i'm wrong that doesn't count here in order in order for a Mm -hmm. baptism to count you have to make a profession of faith in other words you have to step before the world or your world who's in your world anyway and Mm -hmm. say i'm a christian i believe in jesus christ i believe jesus christ died for me on the cross i believe that that he died that that he spent three days in a tomb, that he was raised from the dead on the third day, that he's ascended to heaven, he's coming back for his church, you know, and pray mm-hmm. for forgiveness of your sins in the name of Jesus Christ, and then be baptized as an expression of that faith. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But you can't preempt all that stuff by simply saying, okay, well, you're a baby, you were just born, so we're going to baptize you and you're good. I mean, that that doesn't work, mm-hmm. Right.
1: No, no, it doesn't work. But let me say this: um, for those who are Baptist or whatever you might be, there are a lot of people that believe. Um, re- outside of Roman Catholicism, there are lots of people—Baptists, uh, whatever you might be—that uh, believe. Well, I was baptized; I'm all set. Right, and b- right. and baptism is an outward expression of what has taken place inwardly. All of the things that you listed are a part of the proclamation of a person who gets baptized, all that stuff. When they get baptized and they are uh, uh, buried in Christ and raised in newness of life, all of that is an expression of what you just said. It's like, amen, 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 amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, yeah. you know. Because yeah. you are, you are uh, accepting these things. Um, again, the key is believing in Jesus, receiving Him as Savior. Amen. And, and Amen. that's because you're going to be learning all of your life. You're going to be studying all of your life. Amen. You're going to be uh, learning more about the grace of God as you go, even even moment to moment and day to day. Right. You're going to be continued. You know, that's why we praise Him because it's kind of like you wake up and it's like, wow, this thing is real. It's happening. Um, you go along. We prayed before the show started, as an example, simply because we're praying for this moment. Right. Okay, Lord, be, be with me. Uh, be with us. Help us to say the things You want us to say. Help us to, to, to focus on what you want us to share with people. Um, that's what all of this is about. And um, so so that's where we are in terms of these other things uh, are pretty much window dressing unless they're done in the right way. When you, if you know Jesus, get baptized. Amen. Yeah. That's the yeah. next step. That,
0: okay. That's a, that's um, a, you know. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, Baptism is not salvation, okay? It is an expression. Uh, Jesus, a, uh, Jesus commanded. You know, that this was his. You know, this he he asked us to be baptized after mm-hmm. receiving mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. And again, you know, if you go to, uh, you know, really the only reference I got is Baptist Church. I grew up in the Baptist Church, and I'm in a Baptist Church now. <laughs> Um, so yes. all I all I've really got uh, of that is, you know, and some of you'll laugh when I say this. When you get dumped and you come back up again, okay, uh, mm-hmm. wh- what the, there's symbolism there. There is death when you're being mm-hmm. buried mm-hmm. underwater, and then when you come out of the water, you have been resurrected. That's the mm-hmm. symbolism, and I, I want to emphasize that symbolism. That's not that's not what it is you know, you, you went in water, you came back up. That's what happened. But there is, mm-hmm. there's a, there is symbolism there. Um, I want to mm-hmm. also touch on this real quick. I I told y'all in the last show about mm-hmm. how I falsely professed faith as a 12 year old. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fast forward decades and going to a real church where and and I'm not saying I wasn't in a real church before, but going going to going back to church after years of absence, mm-hmm. um, the pastor preached to me, Terry, every Sunday. Mm-hmm. He wasn't talking to you. I mean, you were a member of the church, but you know you weren't in this. Your wife, she was a member of the church, but she wasn't in it. Your son, but he wasn't in it. There, uh, all those people that were there, they weren't in it. He was preaching to me every week. Nobody else. Nobody. No, um, mm-hmm. Nobody else got it. Nobody else cared. You know, and, and you know, you you understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying, right? Sure, what yeah. what was being preached in there was touching me. That was God. That was the Holy Spirit talking to me. That I wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Yet I had professed my faith as a twelve year old. I had been baptized as a twelve year old falsely. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm I want to again say. I went into it for all the wrong reasons. I wanted it, it was a show. You've heard of show trials, was it? This was a show acceptance of Christ. Mm-hmm. So I went back to that preacher and asked him if I could talk to him in his office, and went in there, explained, you know, my concerns and all that. But I said, but you know, I accepted Christ. I've been baptized. All that good stuff. You know, I'm done. So I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. And the question is one that I want to ask everybody out there right now. I want you all to listen mm-hmm. very carefully, because this is the question that the pastor posed to me that I'm going to pose to each and every one of you, whether or not you have expressed a, your, whether or not you have I think that you have accepted Jesus Christ. I want you to listen to this. -hmm. If you died tonight, would you go to heaven? And are you absolutely sure? Mm -hmm. That's the question. Okay. Now, when I was asked that question in the office of this minister, I couldn't answer that question. And by not being able to answer that question, I got my answer. Mm -hmm. And I accepted Jesus Christ in his office that night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot more to the story, and if you go back, you can probably find them. And I'm not going to waste our time today on it. But mm-hmm. you need to make sure that you're accepting Jesus Christ for the right reasons. You need to uh, make sure that the Holy Spirit has invited you and that you have accepted that invitation, and you need to do it for all the right reasons and not for personal reasons. I guess that's my point. Terry, you want to comment on any of that long-winded stuff? Yeah, no.
1: Um, and again, folks, uh, pray to Jesus. Speak with him just like you'd speak to us. And uh, he will forgive you of your sins and save you. And when you go forward, he will begin to walk with you and to show you. But it will always be confirmed in his book. It will it'll always match up with it. It won't ever be anything that, that's going to cause you harm or anything else, um, and these are the things that you want to do. And we're we're trying to, as we speak, redeem the time. Uh, we started off, well, we've got three hours. Well, no, then we had two hours. No, now we're in the last hour, mm-hmm. and which is a funny thing to say because we're emphasizing. John said that in First John chapter two, he said this is the last hour. So every Christian in their life goes through this spiritual process of recognizing how fast Jesus is going to come. Uh, And every time it seems like it's getting worse than it was, it gets worse than it is now, and now it's worse in another way, and it just keeps going downhill. And that's the way it is because it's it's the good thing about it. I always tell people when they talk about how bad things are getting, I keep telling them it's going to get worse, but this is a praise because it fulfills prophecy. Jesus is coming back. He's going to come back for his bride. He's going to come back and take us out of here. But he will help you. And I wanted to throw that in. I didn't get it in this last time. Uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 5, Paul explains the reason he's telling them about the rapture is so that they can patiently, listen to the words, patiently Wait for Jesus because the prophecy of the rapture is super high powered. It is just it's when you begin to take it in. It's like, whoa, it's like fasten your seatbelts. Right. But Jesus said, occupy until I come. And it's going to be on a day like this called a day. That's, mm-hmm. that's But in the meantime, we're occupying. That's what Joel and I are doing right now. We're right. occupying. Until he comes, and if you receive Jesus, the minute you receive him, you're going to begin to occupy it.
0: Right. so you'll be in good shape. yeah your life changes right away and um, if it doesn't, then you might want to think about it and again, you know I'm, I, again I've got to make this clear that everything doesn't just get good when you become a Christian. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna have mm-hmm. challenges like everybody else. You're gonna have car wrecks like everybody else. You know you're gonna have mm-hmm. medical problems like everybody else. I mean, I I, I heard a uh, mm-hmm. uh, when I was young and I went through this this series of trying to find a church you know that I could agree with and that agreed with me. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It, it was all selfish, one hundred percent selfish, mm-hmm. and. Uh, This one pastor that I listened to, he said, you know, well, uh, I don't get sick anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, uh, I don't know. Um, I I, I don't get it, Terry. I don't get it because, you know, we're all human beings. And Mm -hmm. uh, just because you have accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, that doesn't mean that you're not going to. You know, you're not going to have a cold. You're not going to have a toothache. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to trip on, you know, you're not going to hit your big toe on the on the kitchen table walking through the room. You know, I mean, bad things are going to happen, I promise you. But the, the one thing that you've got is you've got the reassurance that you're still okay. You know, that this is all temporary. And again, to call back another, another thing with the church that both of us attended, you know, the closest... that somebody that believes in Jesus Christ will ever know Mm -hmm. when it comes to hell is the time that they spent on earth. Mm -hmm. And the closest thing that somebody that does not believe in Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. the closest thing that they're going to get to heaven is what they're going through right now on earth. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, you, take the, you think about that for a minute. Things are either going to get mm-hmm. a lot better or they're going to uh, go a lot worse, but they're not going to stay the way they are now. Terry, any comments? Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, it's uh, the, it, Paul said it this way. The, the
1: sufferings of this present age are not worthy to be compared, not worthy to be compared to the glory and to what God has prepared for those who love him. Amen. So it, you, you can say, well, this is my all the things that happened to me. It doesn't matter. Right. Even Jesus' death on the cross, it said, for the joy that was set before him, he suffered the cross, despising the shame. That's how Jesus was feeling in mm-hmm. terms of what was going on. He was suffering, but he was despising the shame. They hung him up on that cross naked. Okay, they mocked him. They spit on. They did all these things. He said he despised the shame for the joy mm-hmm. that was set before him. He wasn't looking at that. He was looking out there beyond. That's what we're looking at. We're looking at out there beyond.
0: Amen. And you can't. Yeah, we are in too. search of that last individual to accept Jesus Christ before the rapture of the church. That's what this is all about. And again. Yeah. Uh, of course, now, this is a three-day conference. Tonight is our last day mm-hmm. of it, a Prophecy Conference 2023. And now I, I do want to kind of move forward here because we, we haven't addressed it in the first couple of days of this. And that is what to expect now in the year 2023. Going forward, the prophecy of what to What what happens next? And the the way the the way that we've got to look at that is through the lens of scripture. And Mm -hmm. uh, I did mention in the very first day of the conference that Psalm eighty three, isn't it, Terry? Uh, Yes, defines the war. what is uh, like the Great Northern War of Israel, as referred to by by others, other Christians. And Mm -hmm. also Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39, which is a Gog and Magog War. Now, I I want you guys Mm -hmm. to, just for a moment, think back Mm -hmm. on all of the um, news reports that you see all the time. Mm -hmm. This is the Middle East, and... You may, uh, if you, by the way, if you're not seeing this in visual form, I highly encourage it. Go to uh, www.lastchristian.net. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look over there on the left-hand side, toward the top, you see uh, the Mediterranean Sea, and the reason I say that is because mm-hmm. that writing there is bigger than where I want mm-hmm. you to look, which is just to the right of the mm-hmm. of the letters. You see Israel and Lebanon. Mm-hmm. See that little bitty thing? That's mm-hmm. Israel, and all those countries around it hate it. I mean, you know, I'm I'm just being blunt, but all those countries that you see all mm-hmm. around Israel, some some of them, and I'll point to one specifically being Iran. Mm-hmm. They don't even believe that Israel has a right to exist, or any of its people have the right to live. Mm-hmm. So the Bible addresses that. The Bible addresses that, and it does mm-hmm. so in Ezekiel chapter 38. Terry, I'm going to put this up on screen. First time we've done mm-hmm. this in three days. Okay, we'll put this up here. Mm-hmm. It's Ezekiel 38. And this is mm-hmm. verses 1 through 6. Would you be so kind as to read that, please?
1: Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and prophesy against him. And say, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. I will turn you around, put hooks into your jaws, and lead you out with all your army, horses and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya are with them, all of them with shield and helmet, Gomer and all its troops. The house of Togemar from the far north and all its troops. Many people are with you.
0: Okay. Now, uh, whenever you look at this, you know you see all those all those names of different countries. I'm I'm, I'm just on. I'm just going to pull the first one there. Rosh. That's Russia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. Look down in uh, verse five. Persia. Mm-hmm. Who do you, who is Persia? Terry. Iran. Iran, right? Iran. All of these, mm-hmm. in other words, the 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 um, countries that you see listed there, mm-hmm. those are the Old Testament names for those countries. Those countries mm-hmm. they're still there, mm-hmm. but they have new names, and we know who those mm-hmm. names are. And mm-hmm. so, if you if you uh, bing it and you look up those old names and have them translated Mm -hmm. into the new names, and then you turn to the news, Mm -hmm. you're going to find that these countries are all now aligning together. Many of them have Mm -hmm. been bitter enemies for centuries. But Mm -hmm. now they are becoming friends. They're establishing uh, their... Uh, different alliances with each other. They're relying on each other. Uh, Iran, specifically, is arming terrorist organizations. There are over Mm -hmm. 250,000 missiles pointed at every square inch of Israel right now. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that these countries that I just put up there on screen for you guys to see— are all going to mm-hmm. attack Israel from the north, south, east, and west? That's prophecy. Mm-hmm. It's unfulfilled prophecy, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. going to come true. You know why? I know it's going to come true because everything mm-hmm. that that the Lord said is going to happen in the Bible mm-hmm. from day one mm-hmm. has come to pass. Mm-hmm. So that's prophecy, mm-hmm. and it's going to come to pass. Terry, go ahead. Mm-hmm yeah, Genesis
1: 17:19 and God said, Sarah, thy wife shall bear thee a son, thou shalt call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and his seed after him. And then we turn to Luke 3:34. Uh-huh. And this is in in the middle. you don't have to read the whole chapter. But if you, if you do read the whole chapter, you're going to run into dozens and dozens and dozens of names of begats. They don't say begat here, mm-hmm. but it's which was the son of, which right. was the son of. But we're going to turn just to verse 34, which was the son of Jacob, which was the son of Isaac, which was the son of Abraham, which was the son of Terah, Sarah, which was the son of Nacor, And it goes on all the Mm -hmm. way down through to the son of Adam. It goes all the way. So there you have all of the names in the Old Testament that link up to show Mm -hmm. this is Jesus's bloodline. This is where he came from in terms of Mary.
0: Okay. So one one thing I've got, I've got to jump in there just for a second, because uh, what what you're talking about is 100% true. That is the genealogy, uh, Mm -hmm. but that's going backwards. Okay, going going yes. backwards. There is also yes. scripture. There is also scripture that defines the genealogy going forward. So it's it's all covered. the The, the Bible covers oh, it yes. from oh, the yes. beginning right up until um, the mm-hmm. birth of Jesus. In fact, identifying mm-hmm. even the specific mm-hmm. city in which mm-hmm. he is to be born, and in many Amen. cases. In many cases in the Bible, when it's giving you prophecy, and this is not the case with the rapture, by the way, like this clear, but yeah. in many yeah. cases in the Bible, the Bible will say in X number of years on this day, yeah. this is going to happen. Yeah, and That's right. And if you calculate it from the time, uh, it is always 100% right, right down to the day. I mean, that's now, correct. I- explain yeah. that because there's not an amazing Creskin. And, you know, for those of you who don't know who he is, i a magician, a, an illusionist, or whatever. There's no amazing Creskin alive uh, in, uh you know, way back 2,000, 3,000 years ago. Promise you, didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's it. And, you know, once again, we're laying the groundwork um, so that those. do believe will be encouraged those who are not believers will be nudged and they'll be Mm -hmm. you know and those who are thinking questioning going back and forth will understand their source to get certain about what is going on Mm -hmm. is the Bible that's the source and they can start the best place to starts the beginning but you don't have to Amen. you can let god lead you and you can go through and little by little and then you'll say okay why was this here back up go a few books back and it just the whole thing yeah. plays out it's, well, it's beautiful
0: i know um you know in my first reading of the bible we and i've talked to you about this before offline you know you you get to you get to certain books about like deuteronomy you know it's like what in the world is this all about? Um, you know, you've got... Uh, so I personally encourage people, yes, read the whole Bible. Yes, without, without any doubt. But I want you to concentrate on the New Testament. Look at, at um, what the Lord says. If it's in red, read it. <laughs> you know, that's kind of like that. Um, but uh, anyway, um, Scripture is playing out. For the first time in thousands of years... We are, we're the ones. We get to see it. We get to see the fulfillment. There's a whole lot of people that have lived in all these generations and all these centuries before us and thousands of yes. years before us who would have given anything in the world to have seen this. how How can this possibly happen? Imagine somebody back in, you know, The year 1000, how is this all going to play out? You know, how, how is this even possible? You know, and those countries Mm -hmm. don't even get along and all this kind of stuff. And now Mm -hmm. we get to see it and it's playing out right now for the whole world to see. And you're Mm -hmm. either going to accept that and you're either going to acknowledge it and read about it and watch. Mm -hmm. And watch it come to pass. Or you can be a doubter. You can scoff. Mm-hmm. The Bible says there's going to be a lot of people scoff. Okay, you can yeah. do that yes. if you want to. But when the mm-hmm. rapture occurs, if you haven't accepted Christ and you saw this show, mm-hmm. think about it for a minute. Drop to your knees okay. and accept Christ because you can still be saved. You're going to have to go through a yeah. lot of pain and and punishment, and you know it's not going to end well for you on earth when you do that, but you can still join us in heaven if you do that. Okay, we've come Mm -hmm. to the end of the first half of uh, this edition of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. We hope that you'll stick with us, and we'll be back right after the break with the second half and the conclusion of the first ever Prophecy Conference, the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. We'll be right back.
3: China's been trying to compel churches to adopt the atheist ideology of the Communist Party, which denies the existence of God. A UK-based Release International warns atheism and Christianity can never mix, and says China's policy is a smokescreen to mask increasing persecution. A conference for state-appointed pastors of the government-controlled Free Self Church was broadcast throughout the nation. Its rallying cry to change the face of world Christianity was greeted with thunderous applause. So what does this atheist take on Christianity look like in China itself? Tightening state control has led to the tearing down of more than a thousand crosses from official churches and imprisoning pastors along with Chinese lawyers who try to defend their legal right to display the cross of Christ on their churches. The Communist Party has insisted that pictures of Mao and President Xi Jinping are displayed in churches and lately demanded that a hammer and sickle be put up alongside a church sign in Zhejiang province. Pastors who take up offerings have been arrested for fraud or illegal business operations. China Watchers Bitter Winter point out that thousands of Christians each year vote with their feet to leave the state-controlled church and join illegal house churches where they face surveillance and imprisonment for exercising their freedom of faith. Bob Fu is president of Release International partner China Aid. He said despite the persecution, the church in China is growing.
1: Purdue University estimate the number of Christians in China today has already, at minimum they said, reached to over 100 million. Some actually said as many as 130 million. That's almost 10% of China's
0: population.
3: In choosing to pair atheist communism with Christianity, China should heed the lesson of nature that when you combine different species, Their offspring are nearly always sterile. Release International warns China's atheist version of Christianity will be a dead end.
2: The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by RC. George Carlin said Most people work just hard enough to not get fired and get paid just enough money not to quit. Sadly, I've worked in that environment for much of my career. I've never worked at places where we were paid super well, but I've always loved what I've been blessed to do. I would say that I put in more than the bare minimum for sure, but I worked with some people who absolutely knew what the bare minimum was and it lived up to that line and only that line on a regular basis. One guy knew exactly how many sick days we got and he knew he could come in at a certain time every day and it only counted as a quarter day. It was amazing to see how hard he worked at getting out of work. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org.
0: And welcome back to the second half of the last Christian newscast and radio show. Again, my name is JD Williams here in East Texas. Joining me there from the Dallas area is my co-host, my brother in Christ, Mr. TL uh, Terry Farley. Um, Terry, uh, I want to get back to Ezekiel real quick because this is, in my opinion, and you can express yours right off the top, but in my opinion, this is what we're looking at. You know, I. I mm-hmm. Uh, For the last several months, we have been talking about all the events that are unfolding in the Middle East right now. And even though we've taken a break from the news, the news continues. And, (laughs) um, you know, there there are things going on, and everything is pointing in the direction of an imminent rapture, in my opinion. And again, I'm not calling a shot. I'm not saying it's happening right now, but I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying it's Mm -hmm. imminent. And imminent means at any time. It could happen any time. And uh, so, you know, if you're looking, if you're trying to push this off to, you know, sometime when you're not around or whatever, you might want to rethink your strategy because this could happen mm-hmm. at any time. And it's I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to scare anybody. I want to make that clear too. Mm-hmm. I can't scare you into accepting Jesus Christ. I can't do it. I could spend, mm-hmm. you know, days telling you about it and warning you over and over again, trying to scare the pants off of you, but it wouldn't work. All I can do is encourage you to accept Jesus. I can't force you to. Okay, we're not like other religions that force you to accept that religion to save your life. Instead, we invite you to accept Jesus Christ to save your life. Terry, go ahead. Yeah, and the
1: difference is, Is that when you do receive him, you will be so glad. And I can't, I cannot express to you the joy that I got. I can't express to you, and Joel cannot express fully the joy that he began to receive as he really came to know the Lord. Uh, Every Christian says the same thing Um, Jesus is that special. And uh, that's why we keep encouraging you. You just just can't lose with this.
0: Absolutely. Well, one one thing I'll I'll say on that, Uh, again, from my past experiences, and this is uh, sitting in churches or uh, religious gatherings, whatever you want to call it, and somebody would be talking and they would say, you know, looking back over my life, um, I could see where the hand of the Lord was in this, and the hand of the Lord was in that, and you know, He was doing this, and He was doing that. And all these people around me, on both sides of me and behind me, um, I could hear them saying, amen, amen. And and uh, uh, some were, you know, they were nodding their head enthusiastically because they they, they understood it. They, they believed it. And I was sitting there, and I was shaking my head, yeah, 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 yeah. And in my mind, I was going, no. <laughs> can't think can't can't think of a single time where god did anything for me nothing i can't i can't see the hand of god in anything in my life Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you this. After I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and then looking back over my life, I can recall mm-hmm. everything. I mean, everything. I could see the Lord in this. I could see the Lord in that. I could see Him, you know, in in my business, in my in my personal life, um, in my family. Uh, you name it. I could find God, and I could see where He changed. He maneuvered me in this ma- in this manner or that manner, and I. I never recognized that before I was a Christian, but it was easy to see once I had accepted Jesus Christ. Tara, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I uh, I was actually, my experience was different. Um, growing up, knowing Jesus' uh, name, uh, being indoctrinated into the Bible, and uh, because I can remember sermons uh we used to go out, true story, I'm giving you true testimony here, and when I was in high school, and whenever anybody was in trouble, they'd say, go, will take Terry, because we'd all go out, and we'd get beer and go out in the country and drink and talk, mm-hmm. and we'd go out, and we'd get in somewhere, turn on. Remember the old days, they had that overhead light. You'd turn on, and there you are, and just like you're in a living room, and we'd talk, and they'd always end up talking about problems and this, that, and the other, and I would start talking about the Bible and what Jesus said. And, well, you know, this and that. And, yeah. and they'd say, how do you remember all that stuff? And I say, I'd say, tell them, I'd say, well, you know, weren't you listening? Because one of the verses that really caught my ear when the priest was preaching was uh, those who have ears to hear. And yeah. my, grandmother, my grandmother used to say that all the time. And are your ears broke? That's what she'd say, are your ears broke? So I was taking it all in. But what happened was over the years as I got further out in the world and the army and all of that stuff traveling. I came to the place, and this book that I read helped me to understand that. That's one of the reasons I'm so strong on books. Reading the book, taking my time going through, looking at it, I came to the place where I realized I didn't know Jesus personally. Mm -hmm. I knew about him. Right. I knew he was real. I knew his word was true. I used to seek, and you shall find. Knock, it shall be open. Ask, and you shall receive. I had all of those things, right? But, but when it came to knowing Jesus, I didn't really know, him. and I did not know for certain I was going to heaven because I was taught you can't know it,
0: right? And yeah. I
1: found out from a young man just here recently, and he said, "Well, they still teach that in Roman Catholicism, and in some churches, if." Uh, Protestant churches, they teach that you can't know for certain. A Baptist position is not like that. But the point is, is that you can know for certain. And when I came to that place, that's when I jumped in and, and prayed to the Lord. Um, but I, in that regard, my, my experience was different from Joel's because I did I was exposed to the Word of God. I did know it
0: was true. Oh, I, I knew it was away. true. I knew it was yeah. true, and and I was exposed yeah. to Scripture. I, I mean, yeah. like I said, I went, to church. Yes, I went to church. I went to church every ways, day. In, I mean, you know, every, every time ways, it was open.
1: Yeah. yeah. In some ways, you've got a bigger cross to carry because you were in a Baptist church, so you were hearing a lot straighter stories.
0: Yeah. What, what I didn't, what I didn't recognize was the hand of God in my life. That's what I didn't recognize. And uh, once I had accepted Christ, then yes, I I did. I I could go back over. Yeah, I could go over through my whole life, and and I I could see the hand of God, just like all those people that I disagreed with for years. I could could see it. Now, I I think it's important right here to make a point because Mm -hmm. I don't want everybody to think that we came on here to do a prophetic series and we're sitting here blasting the Catholic Church. <laughs> I, you know i, I mean we, we've we made mention of some differences that agree uh you know differences within um between the protestant church and the catholic church mm-hmm. and i don't want you to think that if you're catholic you're doomed mm-hmm. okay yeah um, there's uh there's catholics in heaven right now and mm-hmm. there's going to be more catholics in heaven tomorrow and mm-hmm. you know uh there's going to be Protestants who have sworn uh, to everybody they know that they're Christian, and they're not going to be. You know, it depends mm-hmm. on the truth. It depends on whether mm-hmm. or not you actually accepted Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior. There isn't a Catholic mm-hmm. uh Department in heaven. I mean, you know, when, when you, it, it's not like you go up there and you check in. You know, you, there, yeah. there isn't a, a check in desk. You don't go up there and say, mm-hmm. okay, hey, my, my name's JD Williams. I'm a Baptist. Oh, well, the Baptist thing's over there. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. hey, you know, this is so and so, uh, and, you know, they're a, a Presbyterian. Oh, well, the Presbyterian section's over there, or the Catholic section's over there, or whatever. They don't have that. That's not how it works. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you know, don't. Th- I mean, every tribe is going to be represented, uh, you know, mm-hmm. people from the United States, people from Russia, people from Iran, mm-hmm. people from North every Korea, tongue. everybody, every everybody's going to, you know, but we're all there because we believe in Jesus Christ, not because we were born in the United States of America, not because we went to the Baptist church or the Methodist church mm-hmm. or the or the Catholic church or whatever. Uh, uh, I don't know if I said that good enough for you. Yeah, go ahead, Terry. Tell them about the Blast Off for of Go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. In fact, I've got a, a, a little uh, bouquet uh, uh, for for the uh, Roman Catholics. Uh, one of the things uh, I've got my new my book uh, blast off for P. M. It's in the fifth edition. Uh, you can Google T. L. Farley books. Uh, it's in the fifth edition now. I'm getting ready to. I'm prepping the uh, edition six. Is going to be coming out in roughly a month or so. It and you made me similar, out to a be a
0: liar. liar. You realize that by publishing that? that book, that you made How's me that? out to be a liar. You know that, right? Okay. okay no, explain to me. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. Uh, this was maybe uh, I'm I'm going to say eight or nine months ago. Okay. Uh, we were we had a show and. Terry oh, said, yeah, uh, "You true. know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have this, uh, you know, edition six. You know, I'm working on edition six right now." And I mm-hmm. said, with pure confidence, I was full of confidence. I said, "Terry, edition six will never be published because the rapture is going to happen before you get it written, before you get it done." <laughs> Okay, yeah, so yeah. he made me out a liar because yeah. Edition 6 is right now at the publisher, and it will be released, I believe, within about a month. So congratulations, mm-hmm. number one, on, on having, no, uh, having uh, Edition me. 6. Uh, look forward to it. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just had to throw no, no. in.
1: Yeah, and I'd forgotten about that. Um, and here's the thing about that. Um, when, when he said that about he didn't think it was going to come out, I was not upset. In fact, I encouraged him, and I said, praise the Lord. Yeah, I said, i read it. I don't, I don't need to have this book come out, you know, so in that regard. And for those that five is still available right now, they're going to be taking it down here pretty soon to get six out there. But but five is available. You can still find it and learn about it and all of that. You can certainly get it if you want. Um, you're going to have all of that and and some more verses in six. Uh, that's going to be the difference but once you get into the idea and the study of the rapture and I want to throw this bouquet to the Roman Catholics uh when I first wrote my first book was when now becomes too late uh which was about the rapture was the very moment of the rapture um and uh I had people say to me after it came out well you know the word rapture and these were all Baptists by the way but they said you know the word rapture is not in the Bible and um so I was like, "Okay, it's not in the Bible. Why do we use it to describe this great event if it's not in there? We should use something else." And uh, it's our blessed hope, Titus two thirteen. But I said, "Why don't we use something else? Emphasize it." And um, so then I began doing my research. You know, why do the people so many people use it? I went. I ended up going to Jerome's. Latin Vulgate, fourth century, and there were a lot of Latin Vulgates being translated back then. But Jerome's is one of the ones that has stood the test of time, and it's more well known within, or was when I was a young man, well known in, in Roman Catholic circles. Uh, Jerome in First Thessalonians four seventeen in the Greek, it's the word harpazo. Uh, in the English, it's the word caught up, and in the Latin, it is the word rapiamor. You're even going to find uh, Christians teaching, they'll say, well, it's the word raptus or raptum. These variations of that word are in the Bible in the Latin version. But the word Paul uses in reference specifically to the imminent rapture that's going to happen is rapiamor. That gets you home free. And that's the way they used to teach us at school. Every jot and tittle, which is exactly what Jesus said, he said, you've got to get every jot and tittle. But anyway, right. thank you for the opportunity uh, to mention it. And uh, please do, if nothing else happens, uh, please do check out uh, Blast Off Rapiamore, uh And Volume 6 is coming down the
0: road. Okay. And uh, I'm going to put this up on screen real quick. This is all of Terry's books mm-hmm. again uh mm-hmm. you can use your favorite search engine just go to tl farley books there you see when now becomes too late blessed offer pm again uh about to come out in the sixth edition they're in the middle and in distant reaches over there yeah. on the right hand side mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. uh also i do want to also do this and that is hold this up where people can see that i yeah. don't just i don't just talk about it i there got it is. <laughs> okay so you know I, I just want i just want people to understand it because uh you know i don't endorse stuff you know i don't go mm-hmm. out there and say you know get this person's thing or get this person's thing but i do mm-hmm. it with blastoff or PMOR. um because it's scripture full it's you know that's mm-hmm. uh, and in other words terry is terry includes a lot of scripture in thousands <laughs> okay i'm not even going to go mm-hmm. into that but anyway mm-hmm. Uh, if you read Blast offer permore it's going to refer you to bible scripture you can go then to the bible and verify what he writes and it's all about the it's all about the rapture of the church and the rapture's coming whether you like it or not whether you believe it or not whether you want it to happen or not it's going to happen okay and it could happen at any time and so again I'm going to encourage you please if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your lord and savior please do that uh, as soon, right now I mean, even during, even, even while we're end. talking, yeah. even while we're talking, drop <clears throat> to your knees and ask the Lord yeah. for His forgiveness. And, uh, uh, you know, on that day, on that glorious day when we meet near, then, you know, mm. we, we can talk about it then. We can talk about it for eternity. You know, I don't know how heaven works. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you get up there, mm-hmm. you know, um, I mean... Things are going to be completely different than they are here on Earth, without any doubt. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. not laid out for us.
1: Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. Can I throw throw a quick word up? Can you put up When Now Becomes Too Late? I think you said you had a single on that. Uh, If you've got that. Folks, When Now Becomes Too Late, that was my working title for three years, putting that book together. It's a very short book. Uh, It's only got about 90 verses in it. Uh, and I say only, it's the Word of God, so it's powerful. Uh, but it's a quick read. And But I was getting ready. That was the working title. I was getting ready to change it when, long story, very long story short, uh, 9-11 happened. On the morning, I was getting ready to change the title when now becomes too late. And I realized God had given me three years before that the perfect title. For that time in our life here yeah. in America. You yeah, know, that's when still come,
0: that, still blows, still, yeah. Yeah. that, that still, still blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That still, you know, because, hey man, you know, still was, blows my mind. You know, because you know Terry was Yeah, Terry was about to change the title and then 9-11 happened. If you can imagine, you know, if you had written that book, just think about that. So uh, anyway, yeah. um, as we are running low on time, we still got we still have some, but but we are beginning to run okay. low. I I do want to get back into Ezekiel again because yeah. what I want to what I want to emphasize here to to people is that these countries don't get along. They haven't over the course of history, over the course of world mm-hmm. history, they have not gotten along and now they are getting along extremely well. And yeah. also Russia Russia has had a pretty good relationship with Israel over the past several decades. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I don't think people realize is that the first country, and you've really got to you got to be a history buff. You got to dig deep to find this. Okay, but the first country to acknowledge—I'm not notice—I said acknowledge—the first country to acknowledge Israel as a country. People think that was the United States. It was not. It was mm-hmm. Russia. Russia was mm-hmm. the first country to acknowledge Israel. Now, the United States was the first to officially recognize Israel as a state. Russia mm-hmm. did that later. Russia, mm-hmm. uh, in the Security Council meeting that created Israel, they abstained. They didn't even vote. They didn't vote yes or no. They just mm-hmm. abstained. They said, we're not here. Mm-hmm. To, and that mm-hmm. allowed Israel to become a country. But they have had a pretty good working relationship with Israel. Um, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has visited with uh, President Putin of Russia many times, both in Moscow and in Israel. Mm -hmm. But now the Bible tells us that Russia will lead a great coalition of nations, which include Iran, Mm -hmm. toward Israel to make plunder, to take a value they call it booty. Mm-hmm. Take that mm-hmm. away from Israel, and that no country on earth will help them. Now I want mm-hmm. you to remember. I've already told you there's two hundred and fifty thousand missiles pointed at, at Israel right now, every square inch of it. And all mm-hmm. these countries have been, all these countries that 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 we talked about earlier. And I'll put this back up here one more time where you can see mm-hmm. them. Um, yeah. That that you know, all of these. All these countries, and I'm sorry, Terry, I put your quote up instead of the. I
1: I started this. Yeah,
0: I put that up instead. So, I don't know. I guess I've closed it. So I'm I'm not. I'm not going to worry about that. The thing is, is that all these countries, all these countries, are going to come against Israel from the north, south, east, and west. Even Israel's going to think it's dead. Even Israel's going to think it's destroyed. If you think the United States is coming to the rescue, they're not. I've even made a point over the past couple of months anyway i think the united states might even choose the wrong side Mm -hmm. i'm not saying they will for sure but i think that there's a possibility of it but no matter nobody's going to come to their aid they're going to look like they have no hope whatsoever imagine a superpower and every neighboring nation around you attacking you all at once from the north south east and west and you are a tiny nation the size of new jersey Mm. okay imagine that for a second do you think you got a hope Mm-hmm. They don't. And mm-hmm. know anybody that is not a Christian, they don't. Mm-hmm. The people that, that believe in, in Islam, they don't. Mm-hmm. People that don't believe in God or any uh, have any idea about the Bible, they don't. Mm-hmm. But God makes it very, very clear that all those countries, they're going to attack and they're going to come to the mountains of Israel And when they get to the mountains of Israel, there's nobody going to help Israel. Nobody. Not one single country. Guess who helps them? Guess who ends it? Mm -hmm. The Lord God Almighty ends it. He defeats them right there in the mountains of Israel. And I want you to read Ezekiel chapter 38 very, very carefully because you're going to see that everything that it is talking about, all of the prophecy that it's talking about is coming to pass right now if you'll just turn on the news, look at it, Mm -hmm. and you will see it's happening right now. There's another one, and that's Isaiah chapter 17, verse 1. It talks about the destruction of Damascus. Damascus is the world's oldest city has over 2 million residents and the bible says it's going to cease to be a city in one night so they go to bed and they don't get up in the morning one night that hasn't been fulfilled yet but that's on the agenda of prophecy terry Hmm. we got about five minutes left in the show go ahead
1: boy wow retrospect on the last three shows we proved in, in the Bible, but using the Bible proving itself that God is real, Jesus is real, everything about it is real. Uh, we, we went into deep, deep study in terms of going to various verses throughout Scripture, Old Testament, agreeing with New Testament, showing the connection and the, how close they are together. word for word, both places. And then at the end of it, boom, we're right here. You're getting ready till the show's going to finish. You're going to go on with your day, whatever. And I I wish all of you the very best. We pray for you that you'll continue to trust in Jesus and so forth. But folks, the daylight is coming in the door. Uh, It's real. This is happening. Uh, The good thing is you can go over to uh, the KRRB website on... on, um, Last Last Christian.
0: Let's leave it at Last Christian. I I don't want to reference the other. Okay, Okay.
1: Last Christian. You can go to Last Christian on YouTube, and you can find all of these shows, and you can go over them, and you can write those verses down. If I get one wrong, tell me. I mean, it's not a problem. Uh, (laughs) I I was going so fast that, uh, my goodness, it would be easy that I got at least one or two wrong. But the point being, folks, Jesus is real. He is coming. Russia and Iran, twenty years ago, ten years ago, were enemies. Today, right, they're right. closest. They're as thick as thieves, which yeah. may be the perfect way—perfect way to describe them. Thick yeah. as thieves. <laughs>
0: anyway. Well, I do want to. I, I just want to clarify, make it make it really clear yeah. here for everybody. Uh, you can go to um, www.lastchristian.net. It's www.lastchristian.net. And uh, we are a part of the Ustream It uh, LLC Broadcasting Network. You can reference them at www.ustreamit.net. But um, uh, at the uh, lastchristian.net website, a couple of things you can do. Number one, you can find the shows. Number two, of course, you can find them in video uh, form there as well. And then also there are radio stations out there. We, As a matter of fact, we just picked up one this week, another one. Uh, and I'll, I'll detail that more later in another show, but uh, give them their proper credit. But um, if you happen to operate a radio station and you want a show to help us get the word out there, go to www.lastchristian.net. We don't charge you for the show. We don't charge you. We we encourage you to, to broadcast it. We're, you know, more than 30 stations now. We started off with one, you know, and... and uh, this this entire thing has grown to a a level that I never imagined possible. When Terry and I first took on this new endeavor, uh, I wasn't sure we could make it through a 30 minute show. I really wasn't. And we did we did 30 minutes for a, a bit, and then uh, it became more and more clear, you can't do it in 30 minutes. And uh, we have moved on. And the Lord has blessed us. The Lord has blessed this show. And you guys out there, you're the reason why we do it. Because we want to reach as many people as we possibly can with the loving message of Jesus Christ. And we hope to find that last individual to accept Christ before the rapture. And so I encourage you you know pick up the bible um uh, i heard a, a program one time there was a um, a member of the jesus christ latter day saints who was on a mm-hmm. uh, doing his mission and actually went in and mm-hmm. had a debate with a with a pastor and ended up the pastor said i want you to read the new testament like a child and it touched mm-hmm. him so much that he he Developed a, a completely. I mean, he has accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, and he created a a ministry, uh, Adam's mm-hmm. Road. And mm-hmm. uh, if you ever get a chance, go to YouTube, look up Adam's Road, and, and you'll 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 find the full testimony there. It's it's very very powerful. But mm-hmm. that's what we want to do. We want to encourage you to read the Bible, to take it to heart, and to understand. That it's never been wrong a single time. And it's not Mm going to be wrong. And that prophecy is coming to pass right in front of our very eyes right now. Pick up a newspaper. Read an online paper. Read the Bible. Watch the news. Whatever. See if it's not playing out right there in front of you. And then when you understand that, just say that quick prayer. Lord, I know I'm a sinner. Please forgive me. I know Jesus Christ died for me on the cross. He spent three days in the tomb, and he rose on that third day just like he said he would. I know he's promised to come back for his church in that moment called the rapture before God unleashes seven years of great tribulation on the earth. And I promise to follow you all the days of my life. And if you'll do that, and you'll pray that prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, you will be saved, and you will join Terry and I in the air, along with every Christian living and dead at the moment of the rapture and then forever in eternity in God's hands. And then believe me, that gives me chill bumps just thinking about it. Yeah, we really do appreciate you guys sticking with us for these three shows. We'll be back to normal in the next one. That is if the Lord gives us another day, if he does, we'll be back next time with another edition of the last Christian newscast and radio show. Good night.
2: Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds...